Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one, the inaugural episode of the Foundations of Sports podcast. I'm your host, Chris Horgan, and thank you for joining us today. Our goal and our mission at the Foundations of Sports is to present positive sports stories, present the people who make an impact on and off the field, who make a difference, and who help others. We're really excited to have today's guest, Katie Galley of the Keep Moving Forward podcast and brand. Katie helps former pro and college athletes make the transition from the athletic field to the next phase of their life. She provides the tools for these athletes to be successful in their post-athletic career. And today, we get into something called the athlete's mindset. And Katie talks about how she applies that to the people that she helps to keep moving forward. And how she applies that to her different guests on her great podcast, Keep Moving Forward. We also get into some of her inspirations. Katie was an NCAA track and field athlete. And she talks about how her launching point in her career was her last track meet and the plane ride home from that competition. She also gets into the inspiration of Walt Disney, as well as her big plans for episode 100, which involves Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We're very excited to have Katie today. We get into many things that are transferable from the athletic field to life. That goes for anyone. So whether you're in the car, you're at the gym, you're on a walk, you're at home, or anywhere else, sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. We're very excited to welcome Katie Galley who's the creator of the Keep Moving Forward podcast and brand. Katie, thanks for coming on the show today. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks so much for reaching out and having me on. Your pod, your podcast has a very positive impact on others, and you can see that through your different episodes. Tell us about the mission of Keep Moving Forward. Well, thank you so much, Chris. That's, uh, it really does mean a lot. But yeah, I mean, um, keep moving forward is kind of something I've internalized my entire life. I mean, when I graduated college on my um, graduation cap, I had the quote, keep moving forward on it. And it comes from um, Walt Disney. And he says, around here, however, we don't look backwards for very long. We keep moving forward, opening up new doors and creating new things because we're curious. And curiosity keeps leading us down new paths. And I always loved that because it was it's not just about following your passions and your dreams and thinking about something and wanting to create it, but it's even something that sparks your curiosity. Um, and sports have always been a huge part of my life. So when I graduated college, um, I was kind of in a rut. I didn't know what I was going to do next. I had applied for a bunch of different jobs, um, and nothing was really coming of it. And I didn't really want to enter corporate America anyway. Not that there's a problem with that. I just, I wanted to do something else. I wanted to satisfy my competitive drive. Um, so I, after having some conversations um, with some mentors and a big influence is my dad because um, he's been a serial entrepreneur his whole life. Um, they, you know, he said that I could just try and start my own business or try and start something. So I started a couple different businesses. Um, none of them really worked out great, but what they all led me to was to keep moving, uh, keep moving forward and keep moving forward podcast. Um, and it spawned from really just trying to think about the kind of content or creating a resource that I would have wanted when I graduated college. So something that I would have listened to, something that would have helped me when I graduated. Um, and it's, and now it's, you know, over time it's morphed into this, um, this opportunity where I get to speak with former collegiate and professional athletes 
who are now entrepreneurs themselves or just successful post-athletic career themselves. So it's how they successfully made that transition out of the athletic world. So really the mission I think moving forward is just how um, you have to always in pursuit of moving forward and creating that new successful future for yourself. You always have to reflect back and see how far you've come. So it's just always um, just thinking about the people who have supported you, the community that was behind you and, Um, It's really to uh, the big focus is trying to help athletes transition to the next phase of their life. And that's incredible because sometimes when people play their last game, run their last track meet, they kind of think sports is behind them. But you speak about not only what you just said, but during your episodes, the athlete's mindset in your Mm -hmm. shows. And I think that's so important to bring to everyday life. Yeah. What is, oh, can you tell us um, how someone can work that type of focus into their everyday life, that athlete's mindset? Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, uh, you're right. It's something that you, you never lose. If you weren't once an athlete, always an athlete. And it's, you have that mentality about you. So um, from the moment that you start sports, it's ingrained within you, I think. It's just that idea that you'll always push forward. You'll always push past any obstacles, no matter what opposition you face. Um, you find a door, you kick it down. And if it doesn't budge, you figure out a way to get around it. Um, that's just the the way it is. But it's um, because of, you know, it's not just sports. It's not just, you know, you're learning how to run. You're learning how to play basketball. You don't just learn the technical aspect of playing a specific sport. Um, you're learning how to mentally push past different obstacles. So I think that mental component is the most important thing that an athlete or a young athlete especially can learn. Um, so as you develop the, you know, the physical skills are also developing a mental component too, because it's pushing yourself every day. It's not like you can just show up for a game and expect to be the best player out there. You can't show up for a track meet, expect to win every race. If you want to be put yourself in that position to succeed, then you have to put in the daily work, put in the daily grind, go to practice every day, get up early, do some extra weight training, whatever it takes. You have to put in that extra, um, that extra time. And that requires a great deal of mental discipline. So no matter how long you do sports or how long, you know, they, they come into your life, what time period of time they come into your life, that, um, athlete mentality, that athlete mindset, it really, it, it becomes a part of who you are and you can carry it into any area that you go into. So like we were just talking about transitioning, that's what, kind of what I hung my hat on was transitioning. I didn't know what I was going to do next after I graduated college. And I know a lot of the athletes I had the privilege to speak with, they have no idea what they're going to do next because the only thing they've ever defined themselves as is the athlete they once were. But just because you are not going to maybe compete anymore in that capacity, you're not in organized athletics anymore, that doesn't mean everything that you learn as an athlete goes out the window. Everything that you learned is an integral part of who you are and becomes a part of whatever you're going to do next. Um, so whether you're, you want to start your own business, it's the athlete mentality and the entrepreneurial mentality, I believe, are intricately linked because it's just there's so much to that. You want to create a successful business. That's awesome. Well, what are you going to do every single day in order to get there? You have to get up. You have to set a schedule. You have to be so regimented just like you were as an athlete. If you don't want to start your own business, you want to climb to the top in whatever business that you're working for. It's the same thing. You have to put in that daily grind. You have to decide what that end goal is, that end result, just like you do as an athlete. You set those goals. You want to run a sub 12 minute, a 12 second 
100 meter dash. Okay, well, how are you going to get there? And I'm using track analogies because that's what I know best. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you have to put in, you know, you set that long-term goal, but it's about what are you going to do every single day to get to that long-term goal. So you have to have those incremental goals. And um, again, like you just said, it's the same um, in, you know, quote, the real world. Outside of athletics, everything that you learn is transferable. And that's really what I'm trying to impress upon anybody who listens to keep moving forward. It's that transition period, it hurts and it sucks. And I mean, you might cry a lot because you feel like you've lost your identity when you're no longer an athlete or you may feel that way. Um, so it's how do you use everything that you were lucky enough to learn as an athlete in the rest of your life? And that athlete background goes with you for the rest of your life. And we're so impressed with your podcast and what, what you're trying to do is that you're actually just helping people stay positive. There is a lot of negativity in the world these days, but again, what you present in your episodes and what you're trying to help others do is to take those challenges, to take those characteristics of mental preparation, uh, being disciplined, which you said that before and it's so important is are you willing to get up at five o'clock and train? Are you willing to take that extra hour to study, whether it's a meet, a football game, baseball game, it doesn't matter. And you're taking those athletic characteristics and you're helping others really improve their lives. So we just want to you know, tip our cap to you from the foundations of sports to what you're doing. It's really, really impactful and well said on your part. Thank you so much, Chris. That I mean, it really does mean a lot to hear that because I mean, I think you're you do you make a good point and exactly what you're trying to do with foundations of sports, which I love. You want to cast that positive life on a light on athletics. You don't want to hone uh, focus in on that negative part, but it's, I mean, there is a lot of heartbreak in sports, but it's, you know, at the end of the day, if you really persevere, and even if you don't come out, the result is not what you wanted it to be. You have to really, again, reflect on that journey and see the positive impact that it had and the takeaways that you have um, that will sustain you and stay with you for the rest of your life. Exactly. Cause there's always something to be learned, whether you win or lose, uh, there's always something to be learned within yourself and within the team concept. And that, that goes to kind of from here is, was there an impactful event that led you to be where you are today, whether it was a track meet, um, a competition or something in college or recently, an impactful event that really led you to where you are uh, today? Um, an impactful event for me. So I have a couple, but I guess my main one, which I would say really kind of led me to this point was um, my final track meet of uh, my college career. So it was a national championships for division three and it was up in New York. Um, and my whole family came down. My grandparents live, I live in Georgia now, but my grandparents live up in uh, New Jersey and my parents came up, my brother and my sister, my brother took off work to come watch me compete, um, in the triple jump. And it was just, it was a great day. Like they all, they all came to support me. Um, but, uh, I remember coming up on my last jump and it really hit me like, this is the last jump I'm ever going to jump. And I couldn't, believe it. I just, I can actually like, I feel it now. I remember that sinking feeling that I have. Like, I cannot believe this is the last time I'm going to be in, in an organized athletic atmosphere. What am I going to do next? Because I really did believe, um, because I have an amazing family and I've always had great coaches, people, you know, just in a, a perfect community surrounding me, telling me they believed in me and knowing that if I put in the work, if I work hard enough, um, I can achieve whatever I want. And that's, 
really that's the biggest blessing I've ever had, um, having that kind of support from my family, my friends and my coaches. But, um, because of that too, I, I really did believe I could go to the Olympics and, um, coming from a division three university, having the talent that I had, um, that's not, that wasn't a feasible option, but I didn't see that, or I was too stubborn to realize that. And it really hit me though, that last jump. And I jumped into the sand, I came out and I saw my coach and I just lost it. I just started crying. Oh, wow. um, I didn't know what I was going to do. And she was like, hey, let's keep together. Let's leave the yeah. jumping area. <laughs> let's walk over here. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't crying because of my performance. I don't even sure. remember what, how I did. I just remember how it felt to think like, this is it. I'm done. And, um, I saw my, my parents and I ran to my mom. I don't care. I was 22 and I hugged my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. It doesn't matter what age. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> not at all. Um, and I just, I could not believe it was over. And I mean, I'd only jumped three jumps that day, which is usually, you know, in track meets, you do a couple different events. So as far as a, from a physical standpoint, I wasn't, um, physically exhausted, but that day I slept for so long after that meet because I was just so emotionally drained because I, I really didn't know what I was going to do next. I mean, I knew I was graduating from Oglethorpe university, which is a great school. And I, I loved the chance to go there. Um, and I mean, I, I had a degree that I wanted and I felt, I felt like I could do something next. I felt prepared. And I was told by, um, you know, mentors that I had and the college guidance counselor, you know, you'll be set apart when you apply for different jobs because you were an athlete, you have the student athlete background and that's really good. And I, and I did find that, um, employers did want to see that, but as far as, um, Anything else that I had to offer, internships, jobs during college, I didn't have any of that because I just, I didn't have time to do that. I wanted to be a student athlete full time. And that's what I was. I chose athletics over everything else. And I chose, you know, studies in athletics over everything else. So, um, when that did happen, when that final track meet ended, um, even though I had the credentials, I guess, or I, I was set up to, you know, get ready and go into the real world. I was just not ready. And I had, I truthfully, when I say I had no idea what I was going to do next, I had no idea. <laughs> and that was probably the, that was the worst feeling I've ever had because at 22, I thought I had peaked. I thought the best I was ever going to be able to achieve was behind me at Oglethorpe University. And I, I just, I didn't, that didn't sit well with me. I, from that day, I just, I was flying home on a plane and my dad got me a book called the one thing. And, um, it talks about how you, if you want to achieve a goal, you have to focus on one thing at a time, one big aspect at a time. And that was a big thing, you know, you learn about as an athlete, if you want to achieve that ultimate goal, you have to focus on like we were just talking about the daily pursuit. What are you going to do every single day to get to that one main thing? So that one thing was that focus. And it was an interesting book. Um, but I was like, what am I going to do? Am I just going to read inspirational books? Am I just like, really, what am I going to do next? And so I had a turning point on the plane flying home that I was not going to have peaked in college. I was going to figure out how to push past that and how to realize, you know, my athletic career is over and don't get me wrong. I mean, even today, two and a half years out of college, it's still a struggle. I still love sports. And I, if I go to the gym, I get a little too competitive sometimes. <laughs> it's just, like you can't take it. You can't no, you can't. It. Yeah. <laughs> and that part's always going to be there. And I know that. But the mentality that I have now of thinking that my life is now somehow over because sports are over, that's not the case at all. It's, again, using having that point in time after that final track meet, knowing that that's not the end of my life. My life continues beyond the track. 
Well said. And I really think what you say is that your life's not over. How many people do you hear say, oh, I had two years of college or four years of college. That was the best years of my life and everything is downhill from there. And I kind of just look at them and I kind of like, I'm like, that's a bad mentality to have. There's so much more to live for. And I really think that's great what you're putting forward is that you use that last track meet and that plane ride home to kind of say, you know what, this is a foundation that I built. I mean, life, there's so many incredible things out there to accomplish and to just Mm -hmm. experience. And you hit something, you said, you know, you were a division three athlete, which is excellent. And you had the goal of going to the Olympics and you had a belief and that's the most important thing. No matter what we end up doing and inevitably maybe the belief or a goal, we, we, we kind of get diverted to an, something else. But at the same time, having that belief with the foundation of mental toughness, preparation, and doing the right thing is a phrase we also use here at Foundations of Sports. When you have that combination, it's really something that's in, impactful and seems like you every episode in Keep Moving Forward, we hear that from the guest and, and it's a nice kind of exchange between you and your guest and getting that forward. So uh, we appreciate that and it's something that uh, many more people need to hear. Well, really, thank you so much. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a, that is a great point because you set those far-reaching goals and they sometimes they seem impossible or they might even seem unrealistic or naive to the onlooker but the important thing a lot of times isn't even the goal it's how what you're doing to get that goal and you might not ever get there but you're going to get exactly where you need to be and I, I really do believe that that you know maybe the olympic goal was my dream that was my ultimate goal that was what i was going to do i would hang my hat on it i'm going to the olympics to represent the united states of america and i didn't get there but the entire process that led me here i know I, that was exactly how, where I was supposed to go, exactly the path I was supposed to walk. And I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be helping. I mean, hopefully, I, I know sometimes um, I can hear from different listeners on my podcast, but um, the my goal is to be reaching the me's of the world. The, the student athletes who they just graduated, they're about to graduate college, and they really don't know what they're going to do next. I mean, 98% of the uh, NCAA athletes that graduate don't go to play professionally. So what are there? It's less than 2% that, um, that go on. So what do the other 98% do? And I know a lot of them, you know, they wanted to play college and sport, uh, sports in college. And that was, you know, the end of it for them. But a lot of them too, it's really difficult for you to shake that loss that you feel. Um, and that really is, I, I've heard it so many times. They feel lost. They don't know who they are. They don't know what their identity is, but, it's true. I think you're, you do bring up a great point. And, um, all of the people I've had the privilege to speak with, that does seem to be the trend in their stories. Um, it's, they felt like they were in a pit, but, and they maybe had these really far reaching goals, um, and they didn't get there, but in pursuit of them, they found themselves in a different way and they pushed past that barrier and they realized that they have life and they have meaning and they have value outside of the sport that they play. Without a doubt. An athlete, let's just a hypothetical situation. Athlete finishes uh, college here in June, right? And they're a, a track athlete, and and they graduate, and they come to you with a similar situation where they, they, I just don't know what to do. I have a void without this team and without this sport. What actionable steps would you recommend to them uh, to help them out? Well, one thing is um, for sure, I have. 
Uh, I'm a huge proponent of, of goal setting. And I know being an athlete, that person, and you, you yourself too, um, just being an athlete, you know, you're familiar with that. So I'd have this person. Yeah. I would have this person sit down and really consider, um, next steps. So if they know their, their athletic career is done, um, really sit down and think about what they're passionate about. An exercise I was actually told to do when I graduated, or I guess about a year after I graduated was if I could be doing anything I wanted in the world, if money was no object, if anything was no object, what would be, um, the 10 jobs that I would want to do. And that was a really fun activity to do. Cause it was, I made a list of 10 of the best jobs I could ever think to have. But when you're doing that, you think, oh, man, none of these have anything to do with each other or um, they just seem so random. But when you really look at the list that you've made, um, you can find I've, I've, I've found anyway and anybody who's done this exercise that there's always a connecting piece between some of them or between all of them in some cases. And so whatever that connecting piece is, you use that as a jumping off point to figure out what to do next. So. Maybe that's an industry that you're interested in. Maybe that's um, a next, just a next step that you can take something that you're interested in doing. Um, and I mean, a, for, if a person really did come to me and told me that and they wanted my, my advice, wanted my mentorship, um, I would talk with them. And honestly, though, I, I really would just be a listening ear and I would try and guide them and have them, you know, listen to the stories of these athletes who successfully transitioned. But I also believe that a big part of that process is they have to go through part of it themselves. And so I think what goes with the athlete mentality is a level of stubbornness. We're told that we can't do something. So we're going to try 10 times harder to prove you wrong and we're going to do it. And that's just the way it is, I think. Um, So with that, if I were, if someone were to come to me and say they don't know what to do next and they want help and guidance, of course I would offer any kind of guidance they wanted. But I also know that would come with them not fully listening to me all the time and then thinking, you know, maybe my, maybe my athletic career isn't over. Maybe I can do this. Maybe I can coach. Maybe I can do this. Um, you know, keep, keep working out really hard and figure it out. And of course, if they can, then they do it. I know, I really do believe if someone sets their mind to something, they can successfully do it so long as they put in the work to get there. Um, but I do also think that the, a big part of it is the journey that you take. You can't just listen to someone and expect them to successfully guide you through life. You have to walk through some doors you weren't supposed to walk through, or maybe, um, make a couple of mistakes on the way, experience that heartbreak because it makes you who you are at the end of that road. And it will bring you exactly where you were always meant to go. The stubbornness, it, it, sometimes it's mistaken for stubbornness, but it's just a, a work ethic and a stick to that says you're, right, you're, right. you're, you're going to do it. And is there, there's not much more of a greater motivator when someone tells you that you can't or you're not going to. Um, that itself motivates. And I tell people all the time, you know, who might take something personally or say, oh, I'm not going to be able to, to train for that or do that. And I, I said, well, use that as motivation and use it as positive motivation as opposed to letting it uh, kind of fester in your head and kind of, you know, take your training down a level, take your training up a level. And that's mental and yeah. physical, like you mentioned before. It's it's, it's two pieces, not just one. Um, you talk about so many good things there and what is your game plan for, for achievement and helping others? What does that look like? If, if someone had a blueprint, the Katie Galley game plan in for 24 hours in, in your day, what's that game plan look like? 
for like what my daily exactly like so yeah if, if one of these students who had come to you and you, you had just given them this advice about you know goals and goal setting um if they ask you all right katie you know how do i get there like what is your recipe for success what is your what is your daily uh recipe for success um really it's it's just get up every day and know that you have a purpose and work for that purpose. So it's, I mean, every day, especially as an entrepreneur, things change and you can't really have a set schedule or you try to, and you have certain things that you have to do throughout the day. Um, but you're really just rolling with the punches and you're doing whatever it takes to be successful. So, um, a big thing is again, you know, that goal setting. So I know every day that I want to get up and I want to work out because that sets my day up for success. And then I just keep grinding no matter what. So um, I think a big thing is you have to set a schedule. So the as an athlete, that's what you're used to. If you were a collegiate athlete or even in high school, middle school, um, you go to class and you, maybe you have a morning workout, you have class afternoon workout. Then you go to dinner, you go to bed, you have to study, do your work. If you have a, a meet on the weekend or a game on the weekend, you have to prepare yourself ahead of time and you have to study ahead of time, do your projects ahead of time. Do all that ahead of time. So you have that ingrained structure. So um, if someone were to come to me and that's, you know, what they're struggling with, trying to figure out how to set their day up for success, well, I would create um, a structure for yourself, create that segmented schedule so that um, and is, as an athlete, you know you're going to stick to it because that's what you're taught to do. So um, whatever it is that you decide to do, just stick to that. So maybe it's get up in the morning, you work out, come home, shower, um, then you just, you get to work. That was actually, when I graduated, that was my big thing was trying to figure out a schedule. So that's what I would do. I would get up, work out, come home. Um, my first business was called Mallard made in the USA and I sold American made dog beds. Um, so I would write a, yeah, it was, I was trying to represent the United States as an athlete that didn't work out. So I, I truly, it was completely random. I decided on dog beds and, uh, <laughs> And yeah, it, it didn't work out very well, but you know, it, it was, I learned a lot from that. Um, and, uh, that's, I would write a blog post for Mallard Maid. I would mo- monitor the social media for Mallard Maid. I would follow up with anybody who I was trying to get in contact with, reach out to get the Mallard Maid brand name out there. Next, I would write, um, a blog post for a blog that I called, called this, or I had that called this week at Disney. So again, you know, the, the, um, birth of this week or keep moving forward stems from that Walt Disney quote. Well, I, I love Walt Disney, love Disney world has been there a million times with my family. So I also had a, this week at Disney blog. So I would write, um, a factor opinion based piece, um, about the Disney company, um, after I finished my Mallard made work. And then, um, I would, I would put that out there and then it was again, you know, whatever the fruit of that was in the morning, I would keep it going throughout the rest of the day. And so I, I had to create that structure for myself. And the reason I really did create the, the This Week at Disney blog um, and I had Mallard made, I, I really wanted to manufacture that structure because that was the hardest part, trying to get up, um, go into my parents' basement and figure out a routine. Um, and just really knowing what I wanted the ultimate goal to be. I just wanted to be at that point. My only goal was a successful entrepreneur. I had no idea what that looked like, but I wanted it to be a success. Um, so that's what I believed I knew in order to get there, I had to set a schedule. So that really is what I would advise anyone to do. I would sit down with them. I would talk them through what their normal day looks like, what they're trying to achieve, what their goals are. And we would create a very structured schedule for them to get there. 
structure and routine. It seems so simple, but it's yep. so valuable in anything, whether it's sports, business, life, anything you're trying to learn. And what I hear you telling our audience is a laser type focus, which is it's required. And I certainly tell people too, is you need to have a laser focus and you have to block out the unimportant distractions because there are so many distractions, especially with social media and the development of technology that when you're able to develop a structure and routine, just like you said, and I think the first thing you would talk about is get up and work out and that's taking care of you. And if you take care of you, you can take care of others that's a great yeah, way to set the tone. And it seems like there's another statement that you, you said there is, is grinding, doing the work. And you have to do things sometimes that you don't want to do to then be able to do the things that you want to do. And that's all the little things and attention to detail. And that, that is a great game plan for, for anyone, you know, but especially a, a college athlete or someone who's graduating college or anyone who's just looking for that path or uh, that goal to say, okay, what do I want to do with my career, with my sports career, with my life? It's, it's, a, it's a great, great uh, blueprint, so to speak. And it's also simple. You're not throwing a million things out there. You're just keeping it simple. These are the things you need to do. Go out and do it. So it's uh, certainly a great uh, structure and a game plan. Now, you talked about goal setting, right? And we want to tell um, our audience today about your your plans for episode 100 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast. <laughs> yeah. So episode 100, my goal is to get an interview with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, so I set that goal back on episode 80. So I'm tomorrow or this week, I will release episode 93 of my podcast. So getting close. I'm almost in the home stretch. Um, but I had a mentor of mine. I do some work with a company called Business Radio X. And uh, um, the person, Lee, who owns it, he, uh, I guess before, it was before episode 80, he said, have you ever thought about um, maybe like the biggest guest you would ever get on your podcast? And I, um, and he said, if you do, just think about who your big get would be and try and get them through social media, that might be a cool thing to do. And it wasn't like an offhanded um, thing. He said he, he he said it, and but I just took it and ran with it because I thought that was a great idea. So I tried to think about who my biggest guest could ever be. Um, and I initially thought it would be Rudy Rudiger, who's been my biggest role model my whole life. I'm um, the Notre Dame football player, and I loved him, loved his, the movie. But um, I, I actually had the really, really big opportunity to interview him um, early on in my podcast. So I said I didn't want to do another episode with him quite yet. So I was trying to think of someone who would be really unattainable, um, someone who's extremely difficult to reach and someone who no one has, I don't think he's been featured on any podcast before. So I thought Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be perfect. Um, but uh, a big thing about his story is not because I don't want to, my ultimate goal is not to interview him to get, you know, a, a million downloads and to get a bunch of people heading my site. Um, my real goal is to interview him because his story is the epitome of transitioning successfully. Um, and I want to tell that story. I want to tell it from that perspective. So he, um, I mean, he tried to play, he played in the um, Canadian football league. He tried to make it in the NFL. He didn't make it in the NFL. He was a wrestler. He got injured. Um, he had this, all his story is plagued with obstacle and injury and disappointment and frustration, but he kept pushing through and he kept persevering and um, he worked really hard and he made it to, I mean, he's one of, I think probably the most successful or one of the most successful actors of all time. I mean, it's just, 
his story is incredible. And not only that, the big part that I want to focus on too, is the fact that he's an entrepreneur. He started his own company, um, seven bucks production. And then he has um, probably, he's a bunch of different um, companies that he started businesses that he began and he used everything that he learned as an athlete, everything they've learned in the failure and the things that he was trying to accomplish. He used those, um, those setbacks are what seemed like setbacks at the time to push forward and to successfully transition to the next phase of his life. Um, and that really is what I want to focus on because I want someone to hear his story and know how successful he is and know um, that they could, I mean, just hearing his roots, where he came from as an athlete himself. Um, and it's not just the, the glitz and the glamour of being in Hollywood now. It's how humble he is and how um, he came from that same area that we're all struggling from too, or where that current athlete who's about to graduate, she's coming from too, or he's coming from too, just that hard struggle. Um, but yeah, I set that goal about an episode 80 to get the rock for episode 100. And so what I do is every single day, I've been trying to reach out to him on social media in some capacity. So um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, commenting in ha- at him, tweeting at him, sending him messages, including him in my story. Um, I joke around that if he goes missing, I'm probably going to be the person that goes <laughs> like stalking him hardcore. Um, but what the, the really the greatest thing, cause we, like you said, you know, social media can be a huge distraction and I'm a, I absolutely agree. But something I've learned too, is that social media, it's um, the biggest community builder I think I've ever found. It's incredible. The amount of people I've been able to talk to and people who reached out to me because of the podcast, because of now the pursuit of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, I've, I've, I mean, people message me all the time. People share my stuff and they're like, Hey Brock, you should be on this, on the keep moving forward podcast. Um, and a huge, huge thing of that too. Of course, my family and friends help me out, but, um, I do CrossFit and I, um, I'm a coach at a gym near me called CrossFit Chambly and the people there, the community I have there, it's unreal how much they've tried to help me get in touch with the rock. They share my stuff all the time. They, um, they tell me, Hey Katie, did you think about this? Hey Katie, like every day I walk into the gym, somebody has a new idea for me to try and get the rock. And it's just, it's incredible. Really just this, I mean, the the 13th week of this pursuit and the community that I'm blessed enough to have, um, built up around me, the people that have just rallied behind it. And it's crazy because it's, um, I mean, anybody could try and do it. Anyone can take to social media and try and get someone on their podcast or try and get an autograph from someone, get to talk to someone. Um, but it's really that people just, they believe in it and they want to see it happen. So they're, they get behind it and they, they just, it's honestly, I I'm speechless when I think about all the people that have tried to help me Um, I just love it. But yeah, so my, again, yeah, my ultimate goal, March 14th, 2018, get an interview with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. um, And I think it's going to happen. Yeah. (laughs) Positive belief. And Coach John Wooden always always said, uh, enjoy the journey. And Katie, it seems like you were enjoying the journey of trying to get this interview with The Rock. And it seems like you have a great team there, not only with your family, with your CrossFit gym and all your friends and your business associates. It's a great team and you're enjoying the journey. And, and that's something I think that so many of us can learn. We rush to one thing to another. Okay, let's get to here. Let's get to gear. And, but we actually forget, enjoy the process of getting to that goal. And, and, and that's what you're doing. And it's really something actionable and something we can all learn from. And you also talk about, uh, pushing past the rock push past things and you said something earlier that really resonated home is if there's a door knock it down 
push through it, get around it. Uh, that is something that defines the rock, but it also def- defines the title, keep moving forward, because that door is not going to allow you to stop. So we wish you the best of luck with getting this. We, we are behind you a thousand percent. We'll help you any way you can and, and certainly believe it will happen. But we're also glad you're enjoying the journey of getting there. Thank you so much. I mean, I, I definitely am. And I really, I could not do any of this without the people around me, people supporting me. And then, um, I love so much what you guys are doing at foundations of sport. And I'm so excited to see what the podcast does and how you guys take off. And I love that you're shedding a positive light on athletics and it's just what you're doing is so needed. So thank you for this opportunity. No, no problem. We're going to finish up with a couple of questions. And I like to use a sports analogy. And I'm going to use track and field. Okay. So yeah, this, is the la- this is the last jump and it's the last 100 meters. Okay. okay. Well, you okay. gave us a big goal for the future, obviously, with the rock. But what, what are some of the other goals of keep moving forward for the future? That's a great question. I actually, so at the start of every year, I create a goal list. And right now, I think there's 38 goals on my goals list. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I break them up into professional. So key moving forward, business radio X, CrossFit Chambly, uh, and then personal goals. So just like spiritual goals, just personal goals for myself. Um, a big one that I want to do is eventually meet all of my, um, the guests that I've had the privilege to speak to on keep moving forward. Um, that would be a really big one. Um, and then obviously, you know, episode 100 for interviewing the rock, like we just talked about. Um, but really it's, I love keep moving forward and I love the podcast that I have. Um, and I will, I really will do it for the rest of my life because I just, I love it, but I don't want it. I don't want keep moving forward podcast to be the only thing that comes of it. If I, if people tune in and they listen and their, their um, lives are improved, they are helped with it. That really is, um, I mean, that will be satisfying enough, but I want keep moving forward to be a business. I want keep moving forward to be a brand. I want to create something around keeping forward using that podcast as a platform um, to really affect change in a personal way. So if I can get directly in front of student athletes and really work one-on-one, just see their faces, know that I'm helping them directly, know that I can help them help improve their journey in some way. That really is my ultimate goal. Um, so that's what I'm trying to do now, working on some kind of business plan, just working on anything, you know, like you just said, walking through those doors, kicking them down, trying to figure out what direction that would, that will take what that might look like. Um, but I know that keep moving forward. The podcast isn't the end of it. It's, I want it to be something so much more than that. And, um, that's, uh, that really is my, my biggest, my biggest goal right now. It's really fantastic. Uh, you say you want to meet everyone in person. I think that's wonderful is the doors that sports and podcasting and just trying to do the right thing and helping others, the doors that opens and the relationships and the people that you meet, it's something that you have with you forever, your entire life. And it's something where you can, we tell people who, who say, oh, you know, I'm done with college. That was the best 20, you know, I'm done. Those were the best years of my life. When you hear what you're saying, it, it totally blows that out of the water. Just the people how many good people are out there trying to do the right thing and help others. And again, um, we're really enjoying the journey of keep moving forward and uh, wish you nothing but the best of luck. A fun question to finish up. We're almost there at that finish line, right? One more (laughs) jump. Okay. Uh, Any sports event, any location, where is it? 
Um, which event is it? And who are you tailgating with before the event? <laughs> so like, what event am I going to? Like, what event are you going to? Yeah. It could be anything in the world. Well, catch me at the Olympics. No awesome. doubt. <laughs> That's actually, a, that is something on my, you know, bucket list, I guess I want to go and watch the Olympics. It's all of the events that I can get into. Um, obviously I would like to watch, um, the, the four by 100 or the four by 400 in the track. Um, cause that's, you know, where my heart is, love the track, love track and field. Um, and, um, I'm bringing my whole family, my, my family will come with me and um, I know my dad would love it. My, um, yeah, cause we're just a big sports family. So they would, they would definitely all come with me for sure. Um, yeah, and my grandparents too. They'd like it too. <laughs> it, it, with that, it's the Olympics is so exciting. My fiance and I were actually in, in Toronto during the last Olympics, and we were in a cab watching the hundred meters. Usain Bolt versus um, the guy from Canada, and his name escapes me right now. But we were in a cab watching the finals of that race. It was DeGrassi, I think it was. It was so exciting, oh and the the Olympics has such a just a, um, not only a country uh, spirit and, and a teamwork, but uh, I think that's a great event, and, and I hope you do get to attend. It's uh, There's so many good things, and I know it, it hits personally home with you with the track and field. It's very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's so cool that you guys got to do that. That's awesome. Yeah, we were just, we were we were up until, you know, the Olympics were on, and we were just kind of like, well, we, we were going out somewhere, and we said, well, we need to watch the end of this race, you know, and yeah. It's just there's so many events out there. I know you're right now you're in the Atlanta area. They just had the you know the college football championships, but there's so many events and, and, and things out there. But one thing that really hits home with what you said is that you bring your family. And that speaks volumes about the character that you represent and just the person that you are. And I think it bodes well in terms of keep moving forward, but only anything you do in life. It's we have a saying here at Foundation Sports, it's about family and friends. And that really, really uh, hits home. So thank you for saying that. Where can um, our audience find you and connect with you, Katie? Um, yeah. And again, Chris, thank you so much. But really, like like you were just saying, too, I mean, I would not be I would not be here without the support of my family and my community. I mean, they really they've championed me and they've brought me here. Um, but yeah, if anyone really wants to get in touch with me, um, you can go to keepmovingforward.us and you can follow my podcast um, and myself. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, at Katie Galley 45. 45 is an homage to Rudy Rudiger because Katie awesome. Galley was already taken. So I don't know handle. But yeah, so 45, forget that number. <laughs> Rudy Rudiger's number when he was at Notre Dame. And um, keep moving forward, just at keep moving forward podcast or at KMF podcast. Awesome. Katie, thank you for your time. Good luck with the uh, pursue the interview with the rock and good luck with keep moving forward in all your business venture, especially with the business radio X in Atlanta and everything else you have going on with keep moving forward. It's a great thing. And we wish you nothing but the best. Thank you so much, Chris. And same to you guys with the foundations of sports. Thank you very much. Enjoy. That was a great interview with Katie. We thank her for coming on the show. One aspect that really resonates from this episode is what is your dream? What is your goal? And if you don't know what that is, what are you going to do to find out? And then once you do, how are you going to apply the athlete's mindset along with mental toughness, discipline, and a routine 
to push past and push through any obstacles to accomplish your dream and accomplish your goal. He has a great podcast, and I highly recommend checking it out at Keep Moving Forward on iTunes. Thank you for listening to the inaugural podcast of the Foundations of Sports. And if you like what you hear, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a rating and review. We greatly appreciate it. And this is just the start. We're excited to have you along for the journey. And as always, best to you and your families. We'll see you next week on the Foundations of Sports podcast. Thank you.